go. Yeah. The Earthbox Podcast. Welcome to the Earthbox Podcast. That is a made-up name. Uh, Earthbox is my gamer tag. Yeah, he's a great man, by the way. Yeah, baby, yeah! Here we go. Like it! Come on, like it! Subscribe to it, please! Mmm, I don't know if I like it. It's a work in progress. It's a uh, forever work in progress. Although I kind of like this part. So you probably got a text message asking me to uh, asking asking you to please subscribe to my Rumble channel so I don't have to pay to stream because that's what I want to do. I want to stream. This is not streaming. This is pre-recorded. And I'm getting back into it. This is season two. Treason two. Do you see what I did there? Feel free to uh, explore through season one. I don't know. I'm not going to do seasons. I just, I, I had to step away. I had to come up with an idea for something better for my, for my own sanity, because I don't know, I'm coming to some realizations here and uh, um, we'll get into it. There's so much to talk about. I was going to, I just, you know, I decided I'm going to lean in to the anonymous thing because I want to keep my bank account. (laughs) I want to keep my job. I want to keep my podcast. And unfortunately, it's on. It's officially on. Uh, Conservative Americans... I would say Americans in general are under attack. There's no more actual freedom of speech, no more free exchange of ideas. You either follow the leftist shepherd through the valley of death or it's over for you and we're in this place where it's just a slow slog through the removal of all of our rights that we've enjoyed as Americans no more America is for all intents and purposes finished they just haven't told us about it yet That's not a fun thing to think about, but you know what? It's here. It's happening. It's time to come up with a plan. What are we going to do? How are we going to move forward? Washington State is now the 10th to declare an assault weapons ban. Now, a ban on... They're not coming door to door. They've just banned the, uh, the production, the sale, and the import of what they call assault weapons. Which is, you know, one of the many adjustments of our language. 
It's an so they call it an assault rifle because it's a scary term. It indicates that it's meant for assaulting. Any weapon can be used for assaulting. Although there's still 165,000 registered assault weapons in Washington state. Those aren't going away. They're not taking them from you. But the leftist sycophants are celebrating. Hooray, we did it. We've put the safety and security of our, our communities and our children first. We've put safety first over the, the desires of the gun lobby. Okay. What about the 165,000 guns that, are, that still exist out there? And this was, I think... Forgive me if you're watching the video. I'm trying to figure out how to hide my taskbar because I am recording this video for Rumble. Please subscribe. Um, it's, it's not immediately obvious, so I guess we'll save that for later. I just had to jump in. I had to jump into this because I keep making... I mean, I, I'm not really making excuses for why I haven't started doing this again in January or February, February or March. Here we are. It's Easter. Happy Easter. And while we're all theoretically out spending time with our families, hunting for Easter eggs, celebrating the spring equinox festival of fertility that we call Easter, the politicians in Washington state have rolled out the assault weapons ban. See, this is how they push through legislation that they know the mass majority of their constituent constituents aren't going to agree with. I was sorting through trending topics on Twitter. And I see, hmm. Washington State is trending. What's, what's that about? Oh, look. Look, honey. An assault weapons ban. Who would have thought? Well, if you didn't think it was going to happen, there it is, Washington State. And the celebrations. The celebrations from Bob Ferguson breaking his tweet at Bob Ferguson AG. Please let him know what you think of the fascistic tyranny that's being forced on us. The Washington State Senate just passed a ban on the sale and distribution of military style assault weapons. The Senate put the safety of our schools and public spaces above the gun lobby. This is the culmination of a lot of hard work and perseverance. Now, I hope, and I, I, I sort of believe I'm optimistic, this will go through the courts and ultimately fail. But who knows? Who knows anymore? We can't have faith in our courts. 
the justice system has gone rogue. And we can't rely on anyone in power to do the right thing, can we? I was arguing with a poor, unfortunate individual. Actually, this guy right here, Noam Chimsky. I'll save his at. Jump on the, the Rumble video and check it out if you really want to get after him. But he was rightly suggesting that we ought to support our police officers. And I generally agree. Because these, these are people that got into that profession with the best of intentions. However, I'm concerned that the uh, people of integrity, the people of moral fortitude, and the ones that would generally protect us from the tyranny of all of our enemies, both foreign and domestic, would step up and say things like this assault weapons ban are wrong and unconstitutional. Because they are. Instead, we have stories of January 6th defendants exposing Washington, D.C. police in the crowd as agitators. I'll pull the story up right now. Maybe. This is how <laughs> this is how it's going to go. Because I am fully committed to putting together a show that I stream online every week. And I'm going to have to chisel away the rough edges and the fat etc <laughs> because I'm committed to doing something better than I was doing in the last season not only was trying to keep up with every news story sort of demoralizing But also, I can't do things like covering transgender rallies all week long. And last week, the Trump indictment, that was every story, every day, all week long. And okay, we... The, the <coughs> like, give me the basics. 
I mean, sure, speculate and 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 opinionize, opinionate. One of those words. But I just can't do it. Not this podcaster. I can't do a news show every morning covering the same things. Because I don't find it interesting, and I don't think you find it interesting either. And I'm getting really sick of of DuckDuckGo. I got to say it. I mean, I'm not just trying to make excuses for the fact that I can't find this story that I'm looking for, which I have on my phone. This is another, another of the struggles. As I'm putting everything together, I'm looking up stories on my phone and I'm saving them on my phone and I'm looking them up on my laptop and saving them on my laptop. And then I'm also looking them up on other computers. And I've just jumped in with both feet this afternoon. And if you're not watching on Rumble, then, I mean, frankly... You can take my word for it. (laughs) And yes, I'm aware the camera is very blurry. And that's because, as I mentioned, I'm leaning in to the anonymity. I was was thinking of uh, uh, other, I was trying to come up with other possible titles for this podcast. But then ultimately I decided, you know, I'm, I'm spending too much time trying to come up with the podcast equivalent of a band name. When really all that matters is the content. And for me, the reason I can't slog through the news every day And cover the Donald Trump indictments day after day. And the transgender shooter day after day. Is because it's really. Most often. Just meant to be a distraction. From other more important things that are happening in the world. Like this. Assault weapons ban. That exists now in 10 states. I certainly hope it goes before the courts and it fails. It should. Absolutely should. I'm getting annoyed. I don't have my phone. I'm trying to find this story. But it was all a facade. The whole thing, everything, everything since COVID-19, everything going back to 2016. See, here's what happened. It used to be that the establishment would lean on The national committees. To pick the candidate so that when the Democrat wins, it's of no real consequence to the globalist establishment because that was the Democrat candidate that was approved by the globalist establishment. And the Republican candidate was no different. 
This is why you can go on opensecrets.org, which I strongly suggest you do. And I will do right now. If you're viewing the video, you can follow along with me. Don't forget to subscribe. Go on opensecrets.org and punch in BlackRock. No, that's not how you spell BlackRock. Don't pay attention to the numbers. They're manipulated. But here. Oh, they go National Republican, Democratic Congressional, National Republican, Paul Ryan. It's almost 50-50. Why is that? Because BlackRock wants power. They can pay a Democrat just as easily as they can pay a Republican to do the very same thing. So how did we get Donald Trump? Well, I could pontificate on that one for hours. And a lot of it would expose that I'm not 100% convinced that Donald Trump wasn't elected through fraudulent means than I am of Barack Obama or George Bush or any of the other ones back since the 60s. But I think what we've witnessed in the past is a pretty good indicator of where Donald Trump lands in the field of preferred establishment candidates. Wouldn't you agree? It's either that or it's just more circus to make us believe that Donald Trump is the guy. But Donald Trump has my endorsement. Not that he cares. <laughs> so he made it through. He somehow tricked the establishment into thinking that he was going to do their bidding. Or he tricked all us, all of us into thinking that he was the anti-establishment guy that we wanted him to be. So he beats Hillary Clinton, in theory, fair and square, we hope. And enter Russiagate. They hamstringed, or hamstrung, one of those is right. I'll go back and edit it later. Yeah. <laughs> and he's prevented from doing most of the things that we wanted him to do at every turn. He's obstructed. So now he gets all of this blowback. Oh, he didn't do what he say. I mean, the anti-Trump sentiment on Twitter is strong. And I don't know if that's, I mean, we have to understand that social media is the simulation. Mainstream media is the simulation. You can't look at these things 
and believe that they are a reflection of reality. So now Donald Trump is the heel because he didn't, he didn't finish building the wall. He didn't, he didn't drain the swamp, didn't he? Because I sure see the heads of a great number of swamp monsters. And let's just get to brass tacks here. If he really was some secret double agent that was going to sell us out to the establishment, would they be trying to put him in jail with this bogus indictment by Alvin Bragg? What what did I hear earlier in the week? Or maybe it was late last week. Alvin Bragg, soft on crime, tough on Twinkies. (laughs) (coughs) Ah, I got a cough. I wasn't going to let it be an excuse to not do a podcast. Another week comes and goes, and I still haven't recorded anything. And I'm preparing. I've been preparing for the last three weeks. So please share the show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Rumble. And share the show with your friends. The world needs this. The world needs this podcast. I'm not biased one way or the other. I'm going to tell you how I see it from this seat. There are way way too many factors to take into consideration and even fewer reliable sources to fact check those sources. You need a need a great amount of common sense and discernment to even have a prayer of figuring out what's actually going on. A lot of people think Donald Trump should have pardoned Julian Assange, among others, and that he was exposing himself as an establishment goon by not doing these things on his way out of office. And I never hear anybody bring up the fact that he was basically being held hostage by our Republican Senate who said if he won't go quietly, then the Senate will vote to convict him and take a second term out of reach. This is what was going on during the January uh, January 6th impeachment hearings. I mean, they tried to get him for six years. They've been trying to get him for six years. And now we're meant to think that this douchebag Alvin Bragg is going to nail him down on some clerical errors. Well, maybe with a corrupt New York jury, maybe with a corrupt New York judge, 
I would love to tell you that it's all going to go away. It's going to be silly. It's going to be thrown out and all these Democrats will be embarrassed. Uh, I just, uh, I'm a little more concerned than that. I think you ought to be too. Because it is not a small matter. This judge, uh, Juan Mershan, I think. I mean, that's what it looks like on paper. (laughs) He's a Biden donor. His daughter works for uh, Kamala Harris's campaign, I believe. BBC calls him a no-nonsense judge. Oh, okay. We can trust the BBC. He is completely political and biased. And it, it's supposed to be a luck of the draw. Yet somehow this luck of the draw has led to uh, Juan, Juan Mershan overseeing the, the cases of uh, Steve Bannon, Trump advisor. Peter Navarro. And handing down very harsh sentences for these former Trump advisors. And somehow, just completely coincidentally, we're told. Ends up with the Trump case. Because that's blind justice. That's blind justice if you're a Republican. Of course, here, I punch in Juan Mershan daughter into Duck, Duck, Go. And this delightful Freedom First, First Amendment search engine is how it's sold. First three stories, first four stories, Snopes, New York Post, Snopes again, and Newsweek. Thanks, DuckDuckGo. You're really trying to appeal to your base, I see. It's another matter of frustration for me. Where can we go to find more accurate, unbiased information? Where? Is there anywhere else to go? We got to start making a plan, people. We got to figure out where we're we're going and what we're going to do. Because this movement towards the the one world order is moving beyond politics. Just as I have predicted, it's moving into the realm of control by billionaires and billionaire corporations. George Soros, billionaire finances the campaigns of radical DAs across the country who are actively destabilizing our country. 
and I have to have a fight with Noam Chimsky on Twitter about whether or not we should support the police. How about we support the police that do the right thing? How about we support policing that protects us from tyrants as they're supposed to in the oath that they took to the Constitution to uphold the Constitution and protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic? Where are those police officers? Are they out looking for jobs? Are they out looking for jobs because they had to quit because of the vaccine mandate? Or they, won't gonna, they weren't going to stick around and work a job in a community that hated them? Because the mainstream media tells everyone that ACAB, all cops are fill in the blank. That's the real problem. The mainstream media is enemy number one, in my opinion. But how do we shut them down? So we can't play like the left. Because the left says, rules for thee, but not for me. I want my freedom of speech, but you can't have yours. So we can't say, oh, no, Fox News can report with impunity, but uh, CNN and MSNBC and the actual propaganda rags, they can't do that because that's not how we're going to win this. So I take it upon myself to try and spread the truth. The politicians are paid by the billionaires and the billionaire corporations. The mainstream media is paid by the billionaires and the billionaire corporations. It's people like George Soros and Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and their political action committees that have to be unseated. Let's look at Market Realist and see how George Soros made his billions. Hedge fund manager, chairman, chairman of Soros Fund Management. He started out as a Nazi collaborator. Oh, yeah. Running through... Let's just say Germany. I don't know. Please fact check me on that. As a German Jew, helping the Nazis dig up other German Jews that were hiding from them. According to Investopedia, Soros' three best investments are as follows. Betting against the British pound, considering to be, or considered to be one of the greatest currency trades of all time. Betting against the Thai bot, where he bet 
a billion of his $12 billion portfolio that the currency would implode, and that's eventually what happened, betting against the Japanese yen in 2013 and 2014, which netted Soros around a billion dollars. As Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was engaging in extensive monetary easing to jumpstart Japan's stagnant economy, Soros made a fortune by betting against what he saw as an overvalued yen. So he makes his money by attacking the money of countries. And that's why he's banned in other countries. Let's see what this search pulls up. Got to work on my typemanship or a word like that. That was almost, I, I almost called the podcast made up words. Words are hard. The apocalypse. Unfortunate news for all, for all ideas. Well, isn't that interesting? The BBC again with their leftist headlines. This just shows you one of the things I hope that you can learn from this podcast is all of the mainstream media outlets that are just undeniable propaganda. Let's try what countries is George Soros banned from? I'm going to have to find a new search engine, I think. Send me your suggestions. The, uh, the email address is the same. The real earthvox at protonmail.com. Oh, that's a YouTube video. Should we try it? Ooh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. I don't know if I trust this YouTube video. I'm not worried about being... All right there, everyone. It's time... Censored, but... All right there, everyone. It's time to have a little fun here. George Soros has now been officially banned from six different nations. That's what we're going to be talking about in today's video. That's right. It's 10 We've minutes long. Soros we're not going to hang out. Prints around the so-called whistleblowers complaint that references source funded organizations several times. This guy's got a great long description of his channel. Going on to the British parliament in the hopes of sabotaging Brexit with his funding of a remainder organization called best for Britain, even with his fingerprints in proximity to 16 year old environmentalist Greta, how dare you Thunberg in terms of her guide who works works for a Soros funded organization, I thought this would be a wonderful opportunity for us to sit back and count the number of nations that have formally and officially banned George Soros and his open society from their borders. And we're going to find out why. I could make the best YouTube channel that just got to the point with this crap. First, I, I hate it when you all enough for ordering we're, we're done with this guy. Sorry. Uh, wait, I should, I should plug him. All right, there, everyone, it is uh, quiet down. Dr. Steve Turley. He's got a million subscribers. I bet that's a real good video. You should uh, feel free to watch that. Feel free to check it out. And we're still, wow, this is, this is and it end up being a uh, really anti-DuckDuckGo podcast. They are. 
They are not a sponsor. Here we go. <laughs> I love these websites. So it looks like Russia. Oh, hey, look, there's a video from that same guy. Hungary, Russia. This is going nowhere. That's what I get for trying. You can't just, I mean, why, why can't there just be a list? I mean, this, this really shows you the reach of George Soros. Like I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. But there's no, there's no indication in any of these articles that there is information about what countries George Soros is banned in. We got Russia and Hungary. Thailand and Malaysia, maybe? Pakistan? Turkey? So, gee, I wonder why. He only makes his billions from crashing the economies of other nations coming soon to the United States. And he's not only just doing it through our economy and our dollar. And he's not the only one involved. We have this story about the Tennessee shooter. Transgender, Audrey Hale. Who killed three teachers and three students. Clearly mentally ill. And what caused this mental illness? What sort of psychoactive substances was she taking? What kind of antidepressants? I want to know what kind of food she was eating. She's not in the best shape. Looks like she was eating a lot of seed oils. And how many times have you heard that if you stop eating seed oils and eating the poisonous food that's pushed on us through the FDA and the USDA, that you can curb a lot of these chronic conditions that require an endless supply of pharmaceuticals. No, you're not supposed to take Zoloft for your entire life. But I bet Big Pharma would love it if you did. 
No one was calling me up to say, hey, let's talk about getting you off your prescriptions. And then I stopped eating high fructose corn syrup and canola oil. And I don't need those prescriptions anymore. (coughs) And I sure feel a hell of a lot better. Not only physically, but mentally as well. But that's never part of the conversation, is it? No, we got to ban the assault weapons. Pathetic. Not only is it a failure in leadership, but it's flat out against the law. We have constitutional rights. But the establishment regime says we're going to do whatever we want. We're going to disarm you. We're going to arrest your opposition leader. And I dare you to do something about it. Observe the January 6th prisoners. This is what happens if you protest. If you're on the right and you protest, we'll throw you in prison with no trial for three years. But if you protest in Tennessee, you can storm the Capitol and have an insurrection and we'll arrest no one. (coughs) Why did I ever have kids? They're little baskets of disease is all. I've been sick since September. My kids went back to school and it's just been wall to wall disease ever since. I think we got a week off a couple of weeks ago. There was one week where we were all reasonably healthy and now nothing. And, and, and now we're you know back to just the plague. And I can't help but wonder, it's not the food, not in this house. We keep the vegetable oils and the corn syrups to a minimum. But maybe it was shelter in place, lockdown, wear a mask for years. Coat everything in Purell and destroy all the beneficial bacteria in your life. That has weakened our immune system so severely on top of COVID, which I think I've probably had twice now. You know, we're going to be experiencing and suffering the consequences of these Chinese propagandic virus control measures that we implemented that had no scientific basis. We're going to be suffering these consequences for years. Just masking and locking down. Not to mention the vaccines and the shedding 
of the vaccines and the leaky vaccines that lead to mutation after mutation after mutation. I mean, how do we know that these vaccines aren't mutating every virus that enters the bodies of these vaccinated people? How do we know that these people that have been vaccinated and endlessly boosted aren't shedding these boosters and vaccinations to us? It's a pretty fringy conspiracy theory. But important people that know what they're talking about are condemning these vaccines not only for how poorly they were at doing the job that the vaccine was intended for, but also of the impact that they're having on creating more variants. And that the spike proteins go everywhere in the body. They're meant to just stay in the shoulder and give a little taste to your immune system. Or so they tell us. Except the vaccine isn't doing anything that they told us. It's not protecting you. It's not protecting me. It's not preventing transmission. So what is it doing? I mean, we spent millions of our tax dollars on buying all these vaccines from these pharmaceutical companies. And now we're being forced, not I me, mean, not so much anymore, but we were forced to take it. Millions and millions and hundreds of millions of people took the vaccines because they were lied to or they were threatened. Why? Aren't you concerned? I am very concerned. And all the corporations facilitated. It was the beginning of the corporate takeover. If you want to work, you got to take it. If you want to come into the store, you got to take it. Next up, digital currency. And what was Donald Trump's role in all of this? I mean, he had Operation Warp Speed. Now, people, they talk about the, the contract, the contract between the government and Pfizer and the other manufacturers. We were meant to have a safe and effective vaccine that would end COVID-19 for all intents and purposes. And what did we get? Certainly not that. Does that absolve Donald Trump from his role? Does that absolve Donald Trump from letting Fauci stay in power for the entire pandemic and beyond his administration? All that being said, 
he still has my vote. Everybody wants to argue for DeSantis. I, I, I mean, this is just anti-Trump Twitter talking. If we get DeSantis in 2024, he's going to spend most of his time at the behest of his donors worrying about getting reelected again in 2028. It was the same problem that Donald Trump had. He had to scratch the backs of the swamp monsters because all of the pressure from his donors said, get reelected in 2020. But that election was stolen from them and stolen from him. I don't know. I, I, I really want your thoughts. You've got the email address. Do you think COVID-19 was all about Donald Trump? You think if Hillary Clinton won in 2016 that we would still have COVID-19 in, in 2019? Because it sure does seem like it was part of the plan. I mean, that was, COVID-19 was the vehicle that allowed the monetary system to be so crippled as it is today. Oh, no, we shut down for, for 15 days. I mean, way more in some, in some cases, but we shut down for this crazy amount of time. And for what? Didn't prevent a spread. Everybody got it. We're now endemic. We know exactly what it is, and it was all hidden from us by China. China, who developed the virus in its labs, released it at the Wuhan uh, military games in 2019. Look it up. This is the opinion of this podcaster. Then kept it quiet. Kept it quiet. Let all of its citizens leave the country, travel around the world for the Chinese New Year. And then told all the world leaders that locking down was the way to go. Lock down and use your central banking system to print trillions and trillions of dollars so that your currency becomes worth nothing the price of everything goes astronomically through the roof and your, pop, your populations are impoverished. So that China, who is in a bad economical state right now, facing many of the same problems that America is facing, could just catch up, could just maintain its hold on second place to stave off the collapse, usher in the new world order. And allow friendly countries to rig their elections. I should have played this clip from the Mark Levin program on uh, last Thursday, I'm pretty sure. 
talking about how China has been illegally laundering money into our election system since Bill Clinton. And there is story after story of how friendly Bill Clinton was with China in all of his trade deals. And we all know now, looking back, how unfriendly Donald Trump was with his trade policies and China. So how did he fool them? That's what I want to know. How did he fool the establishment? How did he fool the foreign governments into letting him take control? One way or another, he did it. And the longer I talk about it, the harder it is for me to believe that he is actually a double agent trying to trick the Americans into electing him again. So what? I mean, what do you think happens in a, in a second Donald Trump term? My concern at this moment is that he is forced to give more attention to foreign policy than domestic. But he could come into office in January 25 and start enacting reduction in force edicts that could completely gut the bureaucracy. This is all within the power of Donald Trump. But I don't know how you can look at Donald Trump's first term and say he's not the guy. How much wiser are we today because of those four years that Donald Trump spent in the White House? If you don't feel like you're wiser, you haven't been paying attention. I think the push for the new world order was planned for a long, long time. Donald Trump got in the way, and that's why he must be destroyed. And I hate to say I, I'm afraid he's going to be convicted. And then I don't know what's going to happen. I forgot to put in ending music. <laughs> oh, well, it was a little rough. It was a little all over the place. But if you made it this far, I sincerely thank you. I hope you tune in for the next episode. Please do subscribe and share or, you know, wait until you come across a better one. Because there will be more. I'll be back.